before we get started talking about the games, uh, I'm in the wrong section again. Uh, before we get talking about, <laughs> this is so different when Rowdy's not here. Before we get started talking about some rumors, or like I, like I call fake gaming news. Hey, we stream stuff now. We are actually recording the podcast live weekly and it's all its raw messed up glory. And occasionally we play games. Now I've been working with this wall of computer monitors trying to get it lined out. So, you can join in the fun, ask questions, or add to the conversation live at twitch.tv slash Podcast. Uh, and hey, to one of our new people hanging out in here, Marvin7025, thanks for dropping by. Now, there is a rumor about the new Switch, about another Switch, about the second Switch, that it could use... DLSS 2.0 technology. Now this comes from YouTuber Doctree81 or Dr. 81, who supposedly accurately detailed previous Switch related game leaks such as The Witcher 2 and Metro Redux. So that that's the caliber of the rumor we're getting here. So, according to him, according to an Nvidia senior graphics engineer. I love whenever it's like chained down the line. Um, the next switch could use DLSS 2.0 technology uh, because there is a LinkedIn page that NVIDIA is hiring staff for Tegra solutions in next-gen consoles and AI. One of these tasks associated with these hirings include the implementation of DLSS 2.0 and Tegra optimization. Now, if you don't know, the Nintendo is using the Tegra X1, if I remember correctly. Uh, it is a very nice uh, mobile computing or mobile chipset. Um, I mean, as you know, the Nintendo Switch punches above its weight for what it's doing. It's been able to put off a lot of good things with different games. Well, DLSS is a new technology that makes uh, graphics essentially more efficient. Uh, it uses less resources, so it's going to be interesting uh, to see if this works. Now, what is DLSS 2.0? It means deep learning super sampling, and it is one of the more hyped form of graphical techniques in the last year. Uh, there's been rumors flying around that the PlayStation 5 is going to use it, Xbox is going to use it. Uh, well, how does this work? Now, I, I had to do a little bit of research, and I found the simplest explanation from Wikipedia for y'all. Um, essentially, the way I'll read to y'all what Wikipedia says, and I'll try to simplify it. The neural network is trained by NVIDIA using ideal images of video games of ultra-high resolution on supercomputers and low-resolution images of the same games. The result is stored on the video card driver. It is said the NVIDIA uses G DGX1 servers to perform the training of the network. Now, they store what is put on the neural network on the driver, and they compare the actual low-resolution image with the reference and produce a full high-resolution result. The inputs used to be trained uh, by the trained neural network are the low-resolution aliased images rendered by the game image. Ugh, engine, I'm sorry. And the low-resolution motion vectors from the same images, also generated by the game image. The motion vectors tell the network which direction objects in the scene are moving from frame to frame uh, in order to estimate the next frame it'll look like. Now, let's simplify that down a little bit more because that's a little on the confusing side. Okay, 
essentially they've gone through and kind of like taken pictures of a gaming world, right? And they're at different angles. They take like, uh, let's say they take a hundred pictures in one spot in a circle. Well, it records where that would be like a GPS coordinate in the gaming system. Okay. And then whenever you walk in that coordinate, it puts up a frame based on that picture and loads in the character model on top of it, where it's like a combination of mixing in the polygons from the background and that image to kind of splice them together on the fly. So what this is doing is it's allowing games to look like they're in higher resolution. So let's say you want to run a game in 4K. Well, it takes a ton of work to put a game out in 4K on the fly. Whereas it's a lot easier nowadays just to load in a high quality image instead and do it quickly. So it's a it's a kind of like a tricking you into thinking it's 3D uh, when parts of it really aren't. So that is the rumor. Uh, Nintendo. Now the problem with this is DLSS requires the people making games to store these images in a database somewhere. So it is. A little tricky you know uh it's going to take a little bit of extra time but the results are supposedly excellent uh there's a lot of uh video showing dlss and how much better it looks on systems and runs a lot smoother all right guys next rumor xbox live gold now we've reported on this in the past xbox live gold is uh, not long for this world it may soon disappear, according to Jeff Grubb at VentureBeat. Uh, he put, he said, you know, he was originally reporting on the free-to-play Halo rumor that turned out to be news within that same afternoon. Um, he posted, free-to-play Halo only makes sense if Xbox Live Gold barriers go away, at least for free games. Now, myself, I contend that they're going to put Game Pass as the new Halo, uh, as the new Xbox Live Gold, it'll be $10 a month and you play online games for free. It's a good Trojan horse to get Game Pass into there. Now, uh, so uh, somebody responded, Brendan Foley on Twitter. I'd say Xbox Live in general is going away. You need Game Pass to play online. Now, Mr. Grubb says no. He thinks that they're going to get rid of online requirement, which would go completely against with what Nintendo is doing currently. Uh, you know, Nintendo is charging a, $19 a year to go online and you get a couple games. They're trying to say that it's going to be free. So, uh, so they ask, can you explain better? Because this is how I see it too. Getting the subscription budget of the household where you could have gold and PS Plus. With Ultimate, you kind of need to choose. Uh, and Jeff Grubb said, Xbox Live Gold is going away, and playing online multiplayer will be free. They will not force you into Ultimate to play online. So, I'm curious to see how that one shakes up. Alright guys, so, we have... One of the strangest sources for a rumor that we've reported on here at Lamer Gamers. In the year and a half or so we've been doing this, I have n I've, I've had people, I've had posts online, I have never had a rumor come from a bag of Doritos. <laughs> so, apparently, there is uh, somebody on Twitter, at the Gaming Revo 3 that got a picture DM'd to him 
saying, these are the two Doritos double XP promotional images that I was DM'd earlier from an anonymous source for Call of Duty. Now, what is the rumor about? The new Call of Duty name, which just sounds like word salad. It's just like they're throwing things on it at this point. But it's going to be Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Oh, and apparently with every bag of Doritos, you have a chance to win two XP for a year. So yeah, that's that's the rumor. Um, apparently there are Dorito bags in in production right now and being filled, and this should be announced somewhat soon. We'll see if this rumor is any good or if it's fake gaming news. All right. Next up, Avowed Leak. Now I am a huge nerd, right? Y'all y'all know this at this point, but. Avowed is the game I'm really looking forward to because it's built in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Well, there are some rumors that have been coming out, and these are going to fit under the uh, I Want to Believe column. Okay, so this comes from Resetera, which is a forum that's hit or miss with news. So take this one with a grain of salt on the rumors, but this person said, So I, I got some new information about Avowed. Fully open world. Much, much larger than Skyrim. Now, they define larger differently. It's going to be denser or more contrasted at the same time. Whatever that means. Uh, I mean, if you played Outer Worlds, which is a game that's by the same company, you had some of the same things uh, where it was kind of open world. There was just a lot of stuff to do. Next up, primarily set in the Living Lands region of Eora. Not sure if they'll uh, if it'll be like that later on, or if you just start there. I don't know. Uh, big focus on world reactivity, lighting, and next gen AI systems and physics. Uh, the magic systems are going to be using physics. Uh, there's a couple games I played like that. Next one, uh, real time weather system. We'll see. Uh, there's a lot of games with that. Uh, very advanced character creation tool. Uh, and if you've played Pillars of Eternity um, or any of their games like that, the character creation is excellent. I tend to replay Pillar of, Pillars of Eternity games completely different depending on the character I create. It's very Dungeons and Dragons-like. Uh, there will be mod support, and it will be fully playable on Xbox. Very large number of factions, but different approach uh, than Skyrim. You'll be able to have companions, but they'll be different than the types in Outer Worlds. Uh, You'll fight against... The story is based on the incoming threat of tyranny. Now, if you look into the imagery in the game, it's most likely based on Wodaka, who is one of the gods in the game. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Game has bosses planned, and some of them are very, very large. Gods will have a special say in the game. There'll be a focus on iconic landscapes, statues, and buildings. Uh, Two large cities are going to be planned with many smaller ones, and a focus on contrasting wild areas, rivers, mountains, and desolated areas. Uh, They'll fully respect PoE creatures lore with new additions, so it's going to see a lot of the same monsters that you see in Pillars of Eternity. Um, Dynamic presentation of dialogue. Now, that's important to me because... That means you can play the game multiple ways, right? Um, Also, they want to keep it to where everybody can be killed in this game. 
which is, you know, there's a lot of games that some of the NPCs can't die or it'll stop you from moving on, right? So, um, next up, um, there's about 100 people working on this project for the last two years. Uh, they had a smaller number for pre-production the first month, but they've been working on this game for two years and seven months already, uh, and they're already in full production. So, the target date is late 2022 or early 2023. Now, it is going to be an Xbox Series X only kind of game, I think PC also, so it's not being built for the Xbox One. Now, my thought is that a lot of these games that are going to be on Game Pass would still most likely be playable on Xbox One, even if they're not made for it, by using xCloud, which is going to be part of Game Pass here in the future. So keep an eye out on that. All right, guys, that is the... Those are some of the rumors flying around right now. Uh, after the break, we will have gaming impressions where our... Uh, where Rowdy5000 and myself will talk about Paper Mario, Carry On, Ghosts of Tsushima, uh, and the Grounded Preview. See you here in just a minute. 